Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. You're listening to Golf Strategy School. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could have your questions answered by the best coaches from around the world? Well, now you can. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, bringing you elite-level instruction, one interview at a time. I'm your host, Marty Griffin. Hey there, Golf Strategy School. Marty back with you again, and this week we are going to be discussing a really cool new practice routine that I've got going into the Golf Strategy Academy, dealing with distance control. Uh, Before we get too far into the actual practice routine, if this Golf Strategy Academy is something that you are interested in, you can get more information at golfstrategyschool.com slash membership dash info. Otherwise, you can just head over to the Golf Strategy School main page and there will be a link in the show notes. Also, uh, next week we are going to have a really cool guest on. Her name is Rebecca Smith, and Rebecca is a peak performance coach that deals with other sports as well as golf. I've found that when we look at other sports in terms of how they practice and how they deal with these same problems that we have as golf, a lot of times we can glean some really helpful and unique information that gives us the same uh, the same look, but just a different perspective at how different athletes handle it. And Rebecca works with golfers, like I said before, but she also deals a lot with swimmers, tennis players, and gymnasts. She herself was a gymnast, and uh, she talks about how we can really get into the imagery side of things and help use that to develop a good routine to make sure that we then perform well under pressure. So without any further ado, let's get into this awesome approach ladder that I'm working on. All right, Golf Strategy School. So with the approach ladder, what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about the most basic fundamental version of it. And as you know, if you've listened to the episodes about the 30-day challenge or if you participated in that, ladder drills give you a lot of, they give you a lot of perspective in terms of how to perform at these different levels. So with our putting ladder drill, we learned how to be confident over putts with this approach ladder It's something that's going to help us really give ourselves good distance control. If you're one of those people who it seems like, you know, the club's going perfectly straight, but just for whatever reason, just can't ever find the right end of the green. You're either, you know, just short rolling on when the pin's in the back, or, you know, if the pin's in the middle, you seem to just hit the most beautifully perfect, well-centered shot and completely fly the green. This approach ladder, what we do is we start from about 30 yards away And the basic level that I want everybody to start at is you drop that ball at 30 yards and you hit your shot. If the ball lands on the green, you move back 20 yards. 
If you hit that next shot from 50 yards and the ball lands on the green, you move back another 20 yards, back to 70 yards. If you do not hit the green, you move forward a distance. And your goal is to go from 30 yards out to, I would say, 190 yards. If if that's just not within your distance, that's okay. You could cut it down to, to 170 or maybe 150 if that's what you can do. But the idea here is that we get used to doing this on call. So you are going to drop the ball. You're going to play it as it lies from 30 yards out. You're going to go through your entire routine just as if it were the regular shot that you had to play in a tournament. You're going to do your analyzation, looking at your wind, making sure that you're taking into account the lie that you have, everything that's coming into effect around the greens. You're going to visualize your shot, making sure that you can really picture yourself making that swing if you're not good at actually visualizing mentally actually talk yourself through the shot say what it's going to do you know describe the contact that you're going to have what it's going to do in the air how it's going to land how it's going to release things like that you know you're doing all of these things from your think box then when you actually approach the shot it's time to execute you've made your decision in terms of how you're going to hit the ball you know whether it's three quarters of the way back whether it's one club versus another club you've made all those decisions you can no longer change you stay executed, you stay, uh, you stay committed to that execution while you're in your play box and you hit the shot. If that shot does land on that green and it stays on the green, then go ahead, give yourself a good hearty pat on the back, move yourself back 20 paces, and then you're going to redo everything. By going through this approach ladder, it helps conquer the fear that people have from different distances. Everybody has kind of an uncomfortable distance. I know mine starts right around 40-ish yards. Between 40 and 60, I have a lot of struggle with the distance control. And this is the one of things, one of the things that I do to help get myself comfortable. So if if I cruise through it really easily and I'm starting at 30 and then I do 50 and then I do 70, I know that I'm really only I only have one shot in that trouble range and that's 50 yards. So what I might do the next time around is I might start from 20 because then I'm going to have a shot at 40 yards and a shot at 60 yards. And that's going to get a little bit more pressure on my trouble distances. And so if I do falter for whatever reason, I have to move back to that earlier distance. So if I hit the green from 20 yards and then I hit the green from 40 yards and then for whatever reason I leave it short, fly long, whatever the cause is, from 60 yards I have to go back to 40 and then I have to complete that task again before I can move back to 60, this time hopefully hitting and holding the green. And I'll keep doing that the whole way through. And the idea is to get to that maximum distance, uh, 190. I like to do it out to 210 yards for myself because 210 is just a really nice distance on my rescue club. And the idea is to get out to that distance in as little attempts as possible. So if you're going... 30, 50, 70, 90, 110, 130, 150, 170. And if you're stopping at 190, that's nine shots. If you're going all the way out to 210, then it's uh, 10 shots. So if you can do that straight through in 10 shots, that's amazing. Again, we have to look at our our learning zone. You know, we should be somewhere in that 30 to 70% success rate. So 
if you're if you're cruising through every single time, just crushing it and executing perfectly, and you do this in just ten shots or nine shots, depending on um, depending on what distance you stop at, or eight shots if it's if you're clipping it at one seventy, or seven shots if you're stopping at one fifty. If you do this successfully straight through with absolutely no errors, you need to add some more variables because we want to keep challenging ourselves because the more that we can make practice similar to or even more difficult than our actual on-course performance, the better our on-course performance is going to be because we've already experienced that in our practice. So this approach ladder is a really good way to incorporate that. There's a number of different ways that you can add variables to increase the difficulty of this approach ladder. Uh, I go through some of those in the membership. Uh, it's, a, it's a point system that I like to use because it adds to it adds to the gamesmanship, adds to the fun a little bit rather than just counting attempts. So uh, if you're if you're interested in that and you want to be part of our membership, Golf Strategy Academy is up and running uh, up until the end of October. We are doing a promo through the podcast, golfstrategyschool.com slash membership dash info. Again, is the website where you can go to learn more about that academy and actually sign up. And the promo that we're doing through the podcast is just using the promotional code podcast, and that'll get you in for $39, $39 per month permanently. Uh, if you're a person who... Who knows that you know? Well, if you're like me and we're coming into winter and you want to get a, you want to be a part of this, but you may not be using a ton of it now. You can actually pay for a year at a time. And if you pay for a year at a time, uh, I actually give you two months free. So if you wanted to do an annual membership, you could do that at that same reduced rate. So uh, promo code podcast again to get into that golf strategy academy. But this approach ladder, again, what we're doing is we're we're eliminating the fear in the moment because you know when we when we come across pressure situations there's usually something in the back of your head either that don't hit it here kind of target issue or oh my gosh this is an important shot i don't know how i'm going to handle it we run into this all the time and the more that we can kind of embed failure within our practice the less intimidating failure becomes on the course. So when we do this approach ladder, if you fail, you have to replay the previous round. So what it does is it it gets you accommodated and comfortable with the results of failure. That way, when it comes time to actually perform under pressure, it's not intimidating. You know that you can survive based on whatever happened. So it's it's really a nice way to kind of build that subconscious confidence. That way you don't question yourself. You don't second guess yourself. You're not standing there waffling over the shots. You can be fully committed, fully confident, and really take that cocky swing with you and make sure that you're executing as best as you possibly can. Uh, this is all we're going to really cover in this episode. I just really wanted to share that approach ladder with you. Really cool new drill. Uh, it's not something that... I've even put into the membership yet as of this recording, but as soon as I get off this podcast, that's exactly where I'm headed. I'm going to go ahead and put that into the Golf Strategy Academy because it's something that I've seen my students really succeed with. 
And on one final note, I want to say thank you to James and Greg. I'm going to give you both credit as being the first member of the Golf Strategy Academy because your emails actually came in within about two minutes of each other. So uh, congratulations to you both, and thank you to you both. That leads me into one last thing that I did want to announce today that I will not be able to do forever, but I can do it for at least the very next 10 signups into the Golf Strategy Academy. I will go ahead and jump on a phone call with you. We'll do a free 30-minute coaching call to really dive into what's going on in your game, figure out some practice routines to actually fix some of your weaknesses so you can play your best. So again, if you want more info on that, golfstrategyschool.com slash membership dash info or just check out the show notes on this podcast and like i said earlier next week we've got rebecca smith coming in to share some cross sport knowledge on how we can be better at imagery until then i will catch y'all in the short grass cheers all right thanks for listening to this episode of golf strategy school as always if you want to keep it in the short grass all you got to do is put those lessons into effect and if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age head over to par for success.com slash griffin and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.